It's still a proposal, but it's a confidential proposal to the Round Chamber and in the Castle of Ganache, which makes some degree of sense because that's what you're currently robbing. From your quick look at it, it did seem like a big reorganization of how the military dealt with the colonies. Actually, you know, the history of Ganache is a little bit the history of Lua as a whole. Get this little grin to yourself. You hear an explosion downstairs. Thank you very much for coming back to Meriden D. I'm Bryce the DM. And I'm Preeti the Harpy. I believe we left you up in Renato's office with Belisa and Dahlia when you heard an explosion downstairs. Oh, what the hell is that? Dahlia quickly starts to try and take command of the situation and says, Wait here. Let me go check with the guards downstairs. They'll probably know something. And she runs. You can give me perception, actually, if you like. 13 on the dice. You don't think she got too far. You can still kind of hear her voice, so she probably only went down a floor. That that was 13 plus 9 for 22. Okay. Yeah, she definitely only went down a floor. And you can catch just a bits of the conversation, which she comes back and relays to you anyway. Somebody's taking over the castle. I'm not sure who it is or what's happened yet, but they're taking hostages. It sounds like they have the logbooks of everybody who's checked in. You two. She points at you and Beliza. You two aren't on the list. I made sure not to log you in when I came in. So they won't know you're here. You two just need to hide and stay out of this. And as she's telling you that, she gives you, like, a thieves can't sign that, one, she can't compromise her identity here. Renato can't know she's a super spy. And two, while she's telling you just to hide and stay out, you need to figure something out. Alright, I'm like, um, I take uh, Belize's hand, I'm like, Bella, come on, I know a place where we can hide. Okay, where are you headed to? I get out of the office, run outside, I take Belize's hand, I'm like, Bella, come on, and I I walk down the corridor and go to the closet with both the vent and the... And the garbage chute. And the garbage chute, thank you. Alright, you head over there. On your earlier perception, you can start to hear a commotion coming from downstairs. You start to hear just a touch of Elvish coming through. And you make it over to this broom closet where they're... I look at Belize and I ask, Garbage shoot or vent, which one do you think we should get into first? She didn't catch this whole conversation with you and Martin, Renato Martin as he kind of showed you around and told you a bit of the history. You know this and she doesn't. Oh, okay. I, I just look at her and I'm like, okay, let's get into the vents and see what's going on. Try to see if we can look at who's there and look at what, what they're doing. And so I try to open the vent up. Yeah, that should be easy enough. However, from your thieves tools looking at it, you're not sure you'll be able to close it very easily. Like you can probably wedge it behind you, but it will look tampered with. Whatever you have to remove to pull it out is going to be accessible only from the outside, not from the inside. Can you see the grate when you walk into the room? 
Give me an insight. 13 plus 9. I mean, people will notice them, but it's something that you just kind of assign to the background pretty easily. Alright, so I'm going to try and maybe jam it from the inside very quickly before I, before I hear anyone come up. But if I can't do that, I'll probably just take the grate up with me. And- okay, she will try and help you on this. So give me a thieves tools. Actually, give me a stealth first. And you can take advantage on this as she is trying to help you with this. Nat 20 on the dice for a 30 stealth. You are absolutely silent as you pop the grate off. You can jump up in there and give her a hand up and you have the grate. So yeah, I'm just going to try to... It's an old building. I don't think they're going to pay much attention to it. So I'd, um, even if I have to sort of force it into place, I, I don't mind doing that. That's what I'm going to try. Uh, I'm going to try fixing it back up. Okay, give me a Thieves Tools. I'm going to use my inspiration. I don't think you've done that. 15. It's not the best. You're pretty sure that if anybody investigates it a little too carefully, they will notice that it's just wedged there as opposed to all the others. Mm -hmm. But it will evade a very cursory notice. All right. That's good enough for me. I'm going to try and get into the hallway or that part of the hallway part of the vent to see what's going on. Sure. You get up in there, and you can give me a perception. Fourteen. Okay. You can hear Renato and Dahlia surrendering as somebody is talking to them, telling them, you know, come peacefully, there doesn't have to be violence, and they do so. You see three elves checking out the rest of this floor. They're kind of going room by room. Mm-hmm. One of them has the logbook and is checking off names as they seem to go. And as they're looking through these rooms, he does say out in Elvish, and you speak Elvish, right? Yeah. Yeah. He says out in Elvish that all the names are checked off so far. Can I see what they're doing in the speaker's office? You don't have a vent into there. All right, yeah. And it doesn't appear like they opened it up and looked into there. Mm -hmm. As far as you can tell, you heard the door noise. You don't have really sight even on the door to the speaker's office, much less inside of it. Mm -hmm. But they look like they probably opened it up, checked for people just in case, and left it. As they all go downstairs with their prisoners, including Dahlia, Renato, and like, one other maid who was up here. Well, how armed were the elves? Were the elves very well armed? They were a mix. There was one in sort of a heavy armor. And in fact, he looked like he was dressed a bit like one of the palace guards. Or not the palace, this is the castle. So, or the round chamber. In fact, it's got a couple different conflicting names. But he looked like he was dressed in the sort of heavy armor of a guard of the round chamber. So there might have been some sort of like imposter situation that helped them break in. One of them is just in robes of some sort, kind of magey looking, but also nondescript. And the other one has you know light armor, bow, sword. All right. Yeah. Um, so the plan is to follow wherever they're taking Dahlia and sort of figure out what the like you know what the plan is or how, and how many of them are there and. What are, like, you know, if we can get any of the guards to help us? Sure. 
you motion Belize to follow, and you can head downstairs to try and like track their progress. So give me a stealth, and she'll have to roll this too. 25. Her stealth keeps up with you pretty well as you head through these vents and in and downstairs. Mm-hmm. So there's not really too much to see on the... So you were on the top floor, which is the second floor, and you move down to the first floor and try and catch them kind of going through. You just kind of catch at the very edge of your vision as you rush down to the only spot where you can really see the hallways that they've met with two other elves and another group of people who had been working here at the round chamber. And then all of them start going downstairs again. So you keep following. I don't have much of a vision out here. No, from the ground floor, uh, you have actually a pretty open view of the foyer, Mm -hmm. but it's basically just a straight vent up and down. Yeah. And in fact, you can give me acrobatics or athletics at advantage since you've got wings, but Belisa does not have such luck. Another nap 20 27. She slides a little bit, but is able to, you know, press hands, feet on both sides and keep herself from just sliding down totally you know, uncontrolled, and she holds herself there, and you can, you and her can look through the two vents down into the foyer, and into this big, you know, ground floor area. Now, you don't really see the group that you had been following, because they don't have to pass your field of vision in order to get to the stairs, but you can hear them as they go downstairs again, down into the basement floor, where there is actually the round chamber, though it is not at all round. At the front doors, there are four more elves, and they are currently barricading the door. They're putting all sorts of stuff up in front of it, and one of the ones in robes even casts a wall of earth or something and pulls up a further physical barrier on this thing, and then kind of starts to knock a little hole in the door as the rest of the group goes downstairs. Do you want to stay up here? But you can hear reasonably well from this spot because the round chamber in the basement is open to the foyer up here. You can look down on it. From your perspective, not so much, but there's railings you could walk up to and actually look down at the chamber. And you can tell just based on your hearing that it seems like everybody is being gathered down there. You can stay here and try and listen in on whatever's going on. Or go further down, um, or whatever you want to do. Yep, I'll follow them down then. Okay, then give me one stealth. 17. Okay. You make a little bit of noise as the vents get thinner and thinner down here, to the point where you're starting to have to really crawl through them. But you don't think it anybody noticed you, even though there was a few scratches and thumps as you came down and oriented yourself the right way. And from here, you can look out into the round chamber, or you can access one of these back council rooms. Um, how many elves are down here? Alright, so now that you're down here, you want to look out over the round chamber for now? Yeah. Then give me a perception now. 19, uh, sorry, 20, not that. There seems to be another at least eight down here. So you're looking at about a dozen. 
and looking out into the chamber, you can see that they have captured pretty much everybody who was in the building. So there's Renato and Dahlia in one of the back corners. There's other aides and maids who had been around. They seem to have gotten maybe two other members around chamber. It was pretty late, so it wasn't like the full chamber was in session at this point. But they did catch a few people who had been working late and their secretaries. And then, of course, the guards. And you can see Ignacio there, who was sort of the administrative official, and Jefe. Those two and at least about ten others are now disarmed and tied up kind of separate from the rest of the civilians. All right. Okay, so I can get into one of the I can get into one of the rooms here, like you know, so to see if there's anyone in the rooms. You have access to one of the council rooms through here, yeah. Yeah, so is anyone in that in that room? As you are watching, you hear them tell somebody to watch the prisoners as about 8 of them go into this little council chamber that you do have some direct access to. All right, so yeah, I go into the council chamber as well. Okay, so you can give me a stealth to get as close as possible, in which case the perception, you you won't have to roll perception, it'll be right there. Or you can roll perception and try and hear from here. 24. Okay, so I'll give a couple elves some chances at perceptions. What was yours? 25? 24? 24. 24. They don't have a plus seven, but it was very close. So you sneak right up to the grate and can hear their conversation here. You can tell that they are deferring to this leader that they address as Anyalakak, as he is starting to give some orders around. Franco, Theo, Lexus, first floor, check everything, loot what you can, find what we talked about. Marco, Krista, Ulu, top floor. You know what we're looking for. Find what those halflings are after. I'm Gavik, Felipe, James, you stay here. Watch these guys along with Emma. That leaves the rest upstairs. And he he kind of points, like right above himself, and you can tell that he's doing a message to the people at the door upstairs. They're ready upstairs. Time to give her demands. As they all break out of huddle. <laughs> um, what are the other are the others going to the 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 floors they were instructed to very quickly in search of whatever they're looking for? It seems like it, yeah. Um, I, I look at Belisa and I'm like, let's get up to the second floor. Hopefully we can beat them. I know what they're after. All right. Then give me a... Give me both an acrobatics and a stealth. Stealth first. Stealth is 28. Yeah, they're not going to roll that. So you go rushing up. Acrobatics is a 19. Okay. You have a much shorter path through the vents. In fact, you just have to go pretty much up and you are roughly where you want to be whereas they kind of have to go crisscrossing through the floors because the stairs it's a pretty poorly designed building in that sense as far as you know fire safety goes from the ground floor they can get to the first pretty easily but then they have to walk across the whole first floor before they can get to the stairs up to the second floor so and that's they have to cross the whole building so you have a much shorter route than them so i will roll for beliza here and her stealth they are distracted, the even though today. she is having some troubles 
going up these things as quietly and quickly as you. In fact, her acrobatics, she starts to fall significantly behind as you basically are able to not quite fly, but you're giving yourself a little wing push grab. There's not enough room in here to really stretch your wings and fly, but you're you're getting a bit of help from them. And she just doesn't have that as she's struggling up the chute to get to the top floor. All right. So assuming I get there before everyone else, I'm going to beeline it for the speaker's office. Okay. Uh, and try to get the thing from the from the trap door. Sure. You rush over there. You can give me either... So you have your thieves tool things that now listen to safes. I think you still have those on you. So you can attempt to give me that. So that will be thieves tools plus whiz. Or you can give me an int saving throw to try and remember the numbers from last night. Let's do thieves tools plus whiz. 18 on the dice plus 6. On a 24, actually. Remember, this was a very tough lock. So you're spending some time at it. You feel like you need just like a little bit more. So I was going to ask this before it ha- like, you know, before I went in there. Is it possible for me to lock the door behind me? Give me an insight. 14 on the dice plus 6. If you disturb anything in here, they'll know it's been tampered with. Okay. So, so right. you have to imagine that's probably a bad idea. So on the 24, you're, you're at it. You're listening very carefully. You're trying to pop this thing. And around the same time you hear this like satisfying click as it opens, you get a message in your head from Belize saying, like, I think I hear them coming. Is it possible for me to just take the thing out? Give me a slate of hand. 20, not now. What are you prioritizing? Do you want all of it or just the papers or just the money? You said this in the first step in episode four. Or no, in the, when in the episode that where I found this, you said this was pocket change for a noble, right? It's not quite pocket change, but it's not that much to a noble. So yeah, I take the papers out and I tell Belisa. You, um, yeah, you can message back. I tell Belisa I need backup in here. We need to keep them quiet and see if we can take them most some of them down. Okay, well, you've grabbed all these things. You peek out from underneath the desk where you're kind of... Because this, this false panel hiding the safe is kind of right behind what the desk. What is the false panel? Like a foot. It's not a long thing. It's I not that fit. big. No, you do not think you would fit. Okay. Uh, so you kind of look out underneath the desk and can start to see some feet at the end of... So the door was still open at the speaker's office. They just left it open when they checked it. And you can see some people starting to come up the stairs and walk this way. So you don't have too much time. How many of them are there? Uh, how many, so three people was uh, sent up here. Um, what are they wearing? Give me a perception. At the nap one. You didn't really catch too specifically. You're now trying to figure out where to hide. So I'll describe this office again for you, just to kind of help out. It's a little T-shaped, although the stump of the T is quite fat. The two little knobbly bits on the ends, one of them is like a secretary sort of space. There's a small desk there. There is a small sort of like waiting area in front of the desk, a couple chairs and things. The other end of the T is kind of divoned off, so it's just like one of those paper folding screen walls. And you remember from earlier, 
that there is a private little tea space there. The rest of the room is kind of taken up by this big imposing speaker's desk right in front of the bay window. And kind of along the walls, there's all sorts of bookcases, showpieces, filing cabinets. Weapons? There is, in fact, a ceremonial mace on the speaker's desk. Yeah. Do I think I have enough time to hide behind the divan? On a 10 perception, you saw people starting to come down the hallway. You're not sure how good their field of vision through the door is. But the door isn't closed or anything. It's no, like, it's, it's not. It's, it's wide open. Oh, it's a wide open. All right. So plan is to hopefully have, hopefully Belisa will have my back and give me backup once these guys are in here. She messages that she's about 10 seconds away from being able to really get all the way upstairs. I'm going to hide. I'm going to hide. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, um, under the desk somewhere, maybe in a crook, um, as as small as I can, as not next to papers as I can, I'm going to try and hide. I'm thinking in the leg space. All right. Then give me a stealth. 17 on the dice for 27. Okay. You wedge yourself up in there and even get your feet off the ground in case they kind of look underneath from the front. They wouldn't be able to notice you. All right, just two quick questions. I still have daggers on me. Yes, you do. How many second level spell slots does Beliza have? Two. Uh, You get a message from Beliza saying that she's now pretty much right up there. I send a message back saying I'm hiding. Let's get them into the room and maybe figure something out. Yeah, so you broke through the vents into this other office and darted in. So she is waiting in the wings of the other office and tells you that she's made it pretty much as these elves are walking in. And you start to hear them moving through some things. So you can't really look very carefully, you know, trying to stay hidden, but you start to hear them just going through stuff. They're opening drawers. They're kind of tossing pillows around and grabbing stuff. From where you are, you do eventually start to hear some people checking the bookshelves. You just hear the crash of books being thrown off shelves and stuff as they're looking around. And the one in heavier sort of armor starts to enter your field of vision as he's checking these filing cabinets in the corner, kind of behind the desk. He hasn't noticed you yet because he's looking through these filing cabinets. As he has some issue, he finds that they're a bit locked and he yells out Alexis come here all in elvish and she comes over and pulls a thing off her belt and kind of sticks it to this and with just this loud knock you hear all the locks including the one that you had just undone in this little false panel click open did they hear the false panel click open they don't seem to have noticed. They're working on this filing cabinet. Shit. Belisa, what do I do? She's keeping in touch with, like, a message. I'll come in when you tell me to. I think we need to be as quiet as possible. They might not notice the first ones we take out. So give me a sign. I'll run in and cast a silence on the room. All right. But after that, I won't be of quite much use. Most spells are going to take some some verbal components, so we'll just have to fight them. Sounds good. 
keep an eye out. Signal-wise, you'll hear a little bit of a commotion. When you hear the commotion, just come in. And... No, tell me when you're going to go, because I want to come in and silence this so that there's no commotion for anybody downstairs that might hear. All right, I tell her, I'll let you know. Just keep pinging me. Um, I want to get the mage out of the way first. Okay. All right, so his plan is, um, as soon as I can get a good shot at the mage, I'm going to try because then I'll have advantage on the attack and sneak. Yeah, theoretically. Give me just a luck roll. D20. 12. Unfortunately, Alexis the mage, who had opened everything with a knock, she stays there by the filing cabinet, opening things and looking through them, and that fella in heavy armor comes over closer to the desk. He hasn't looked down into it right now, but he's like, his feet are like right outside of the opening where a person might sit and where you're hiding. He's starting to just kind of like toss things around on the top. And you hear like a few things go into his pockets. There was supposed to be, there were three names called out to come up here. I, yeah, I tell Belisa, I'm going to attack one of the guys. So get ready to come in quickly. But there should be a third person up here and he's not here. So be careful. All right. She tells you that a th- the third one is just outside the door, but she'll she'll deal with that. You want to just get into initiative then? Yeah. All right. Give me initiative. 18. Lisa's up front. So she when you kind of give her the message, she actually waits on she tells you that hold up just a second. He's about to lean right in the door frame. He's just kind of looking at some of the other rooms. 3 to and she runs up and casts silence on the room kind of starting from the doorway all right so i'm going to and now you're up yeah wait as a bonus action can she give me inspiration sure she gives you one of her bardic inspiration through the message before she goes nat 20 thank you my god so you jump out from underneath this thing and chuck a dagger at Alexis, yeah? No, I'm going for the armored guy. I thought that was Okay, just, yeah, that's fine. Because he was the closest yeah, one. Yeah, then said. he's closest, so you jump out from roll out from underneath and stab him before he even notices what's going on. So that's a 16 in the first round. Okay. Plus 15 on the second, so total 31. Plus mod is 4. 35. 35 HP is the number exactly. As you just roll out, he looks a bit surprised, and he is down immediately. Yep, a uh, bonus action dagger at Alexis. Okay. <laughs> Please look. Oh my. That was another nat 20 for a five. <laughs> All right. They get their reactions back, and that is the end of the surprise round. Beliza is up again. Again, and she is going to try and shove this guy further into the room. She wants to make sure that he's in the silence. Yeah, no, on a six plus, that's not going to do anything. So she's trying to hold the door, but you can see that this lightly armored elf is starting to get his sword and stuff out and is a bit more of a match for her. You're up. Um, since the room is silenced, I'm sure that the mage can't do anything yet. I'm going to go for the big guy, stab him in the back. Has he noticed me? Can, do I? You are not hidden, no. But you have an ally 
by this guy because that's where Belisa is. Yeah. How armored is this guy? Is he heavy armor? Lightish armor. Alright, I'm gonna. Do I have to call it before I do it, or can I do it after? You can. You can add that d6 whenever you want. Alright, I'm gonna first. I'm gonna, the plan is to add it, but um, on the dice is a 19 to hit. 19 will hit. 21 damage on that guy. He is not in a good way. Um, bonus action stab. Okay, go for it. 18 on the dice. That will hit. For another two damage. <laughs> Doesn't quite finish him off, but he's in a bad, bad way. Alexis is going to roll a perception on her turn. She realizes that she's starting to yell and she's in a silence, so she's going to roll a perception on her turn. And that takes her action as she kind of runs around the room clapping silently. And then she kind of squeezes herself in this corner. And you can't hear because you're in the silence. But she looks like she sees something. She looks excited by finding her corner. All right. And then we've got the guy here who is not looking great. He is going to try and fight back. That looks like who Marco is. So he is going to attack Beliza. I mean, I'm the one who did damage, but... That's a miss. Uh, second attack. That is definitely a hit. As he takes out a short sword for seven damage on Beliza, and she has to make a con saving throw. Concentration save. Oh, I hate this. I so hate she this. just has to roll. Ten or above. She has to roll ten or above. Let me figure out her con mod. So she, as a bard, you don't get con, so she needs a nine or better on the dice. She keeps silence up for now. And it's her turn. And it is her turn. During her turn, I'm going to point to the mage. I'm going to tell her, focus on the mage. Okay, now you told her to go in? Then, I told her to go then in. She Let will, her take the opportunity attack. I don't she'll take the opportunity attack. For a hit... For another seven damage, she's not looking great. She has to make a constitution or concentration saving throw. She drops silence. Mother, no, no, can we just fuck? You told her to go attack the mage, but in that moment, she realizes that her silence is down and maybe attacking isn't her best option. So she is going to cast silence again, covering, covering the mage better this time as well as herself that does mean you and this guy are no longer in it as the sound returns to your ears and you are up so my turn yeah no he's on death's door you have two attacks all right 16 on the dice for one that'll hit for three plus four that will take him out all right so i'm going to use my bonus action to attack her the mage, mm-hmm. um, but because Belize is there, I get sneak on. Nineteen on the dice. That'll so hit. Plus five, ten, plus four, fourteen damage. She's up for the moment, and it is her turn. She doesn't have much she can be doing here. Not in the cone of silence. No, not in the cone of silence. So she really can't do much here. She is silenced. So she is just going to try and disengage and sneak by you, but she's a bit cornered, so she doesn't get out of the cone of silence. Okay, so it's Belize. But she is trying to run as Belize runs up to attack. 
Can you please use other Louisa is going to miss again. This is but she's trying to hold the door for you. And your turn. Alright, I'm going to try attacking. Is Belize within range in that I get to... Yeah, yeah. 21. That'll hit. This is a lot better at 18 damage plus, plus you wanna, more. You want to tell me how you take her down? I run up to her and I shank her in the ribs. Even though silence is up, I still cover her mouth because I'm like, like I don't want her to scream. I don't know what the where the spell is. I just know there's a spell in general. So okay, you now have three corpses in the speaker's office. I hide the corpses under the divan. Okay. And take the gold and put it in my bag. Sure. Okay, so um, we need to prep up to be able to take down anyone who's going to come in looking for these guys. Do you think we should set up in here? What but weapons did they have on them? And the what guy... spells did she have on her? Because she had scrolls or... She had these little orb things. You grab them off of her. The big guy who didn't really have a chance to act had a longsword. And the little guy who almost got away had a short bow and a short sword. I give her the bow and I say, yep, you need this more than I do. Just keep with, keep out of range. It'd be great to have you closer to get sneak, but right now, um, can we, can we rig a trap? Is it possible for us to rig a trap that would hurt someone when they came in through the door? Potentially. Why don't you first give me a survival and int? Survival with int? Yes. So don't, don't add your whiz that. mod as your int mod, but use your survival proficiencies. That is a 17 on the dice plus proficiency is 3. You don't have expertise in survival? Is that not a thing you get? I do have expertise bio? in survival, so that's okay. 23. You might be able to rig up a basic trap. Looking around and what you have... I have a mace. That would hurt if it fell on someone's head. Yeah, the main part is constructing the thing that holds it and linking it to some sort of trigger. You happen to have brought a bit of wire. Like, that's a thing that you generally carry around with, like, your thieves' tools. It can occasionally help make lock picks or something like that. So you might be able to rig something up. With, do I have to roll for it, or was it my 23 my roll? That was your scrounging roll. So you'll still have to give me a survival at normal, in, or at normal, so plus whiz, to hook this thing up. Not 20 plus 9. Okay. Where did you want to set it up? Uh, so the, the most obvious spot that they're likely to come through is the door. However, that also means that they will find out it's been trapped at the door. And, you know, if they're walking in single file... You know, one at a time because the door is only so big. That means the first one's hit and the other two aren't even in the room when the alarm goes up. So even though it's the most likely spot to be walked through and triggered, it's also not the best spot tactically. Okay, so um, before we do that, what spells do we have? Can we do we do we can we identify these globules? You can roll an arcana. Yeah, okay. I'll give her an arcana. She's got at least. You know, jack of all trades going for her. Pretty reasonable. So she's got the 19. I have a actually pretty reasonable 15, too. She looks at these things as some of these are just components. There's nothing really I can do with them. But she does find one thing. This 
might be a beat of force. I'm pretty sure it is. Okay, I tell her, give me the beat of force. I'll hold on to that. Okay, she hands it over somewhat reluctantly. How are you on health? Do you need to heal up? Yeah, she is going to spend a spell slot. Uh, She will spend a second spell slot. That will put her back at full. But she's running a little out. Uh, She's running a little low on spells. Okay, so what? So you have two first level slots left. Yeah. What what first level spells does she have? Thunderwave, comprehend languages. Is Thunderwave going to be able to knock the door down in front? If you think, for sure. No promises. All right. So, uh, where can I rig the trap? Is what do you want me to roll to see where the ideal place to rig a trap would be? There's a couple choke points, kind of by the desk. You might be able to rig up something, because if they enter the room and are looking for people, unless they roll pretty reasonable at perception and see, you know, bodies under chairs, there's a few choke points kind of like between furnitures that they're likely to pass through if they're kind of searching this room. Okay, yeah, I'll put it between the furnitures, and the plan is to hide and wait for a second round of people. All right, and you've hooked this up with a bit of a spring mechanism that you pillaged from one of your tools, and it should launch this mace at them pretty quickly. Isn't In fact, you don't even 2D6? have to move the mace. Hmm? Isn't the mace 2d6? It'll do around that, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so the next plan is to hide and listen for whatever's going on down outside. Okay, give me a perception. 19 plus 9. <laughs> I see everything. I see dead. You people. can hear from the stairwell that they're starting to yell out, you know, Marco, find anything. And then there's just sort of silence. Marco! And then a couple sets of feet, another three elves start coming up, who are, two of them are in heavy armorish, and one in robes. As they start coming up this way, you can. Where do you want to be hiding? Um, sort of next to the mechanism, so that when it goes out, I'll be able to hit them with a hidden advantage. Okay, you can hide. The best spot is under the desk again, Obby. Honestly, the desk is the biggest thing in the room. So yeah, yeah, that's probably the best spot. You don't have to be underneath it; just kind of crouched behind it this time. Yeah. Okay. Unless they walk the opposite direction around the desk, it should trigger before they see you from this spot. But you can give me a stealth. And where would you like Beliza? Uh, 27. Beliza, a little bit further away, but maybe with the, uh, the bow and arrow to be able to hide and shoot people. Okay. She says, if you're going to hide by the trap, my best bet is to try and hold the door. I don't want them getting away. I don't have any more silences, so we're going to alert everybody once this begins. But I will. I think it would be best if I try and hold the door to keep them from getting away. And thunder wave them. If I get a chance where they're all together, I will. All right, sounds good. Let's do that. Trap is the sign? Trap's the sign. <laughs> all right. Then she will hide as well behind a couch near the door. It's not great. So we're... Can I help her by giving her advantage? I wave my hands frantically in front of my face and tell her, you could be seen. Your toes are sticking out. 
Okay. She gives up on that spot since she doesn't think she fits there anymore. And she's going to come by the desk with you. She doesn't really have many other spots and she might still be able to get out to the door and hold it or you just kind of tag team here. Yeah. So she runs over to where you are and hides reasonably well. All right. So as soon as the trap triggers, my focus is to attack whoever triggered the trap. Okay. I mean, whoever the, whoever got hurt by that because they'll already be damaged. Sure. And I tell Belisa, I look at Belisa and I say, if you have to hit me with a thunder wave, hit me with a bloody thunder wave. She nods as you start to hear these heavy footsteps coming into the room and they're yelling out, Marco, where are you? Kind of one of the other ones says, like, should we split up and look for him? No, no, stay together. One room at a time. Start over here. This is where they should be. Like, Keep your guard up. We don't know what's happening. As they come in, they go in the direction of the trap. At least the first one does. They split up a little bit. One goes a little bit towards the Devon, which, you know, is an obviously blocked off space. So one goes over that way. One comes in and stands a little, like five, ten feet in from the door as one of these heavy armored guys comes through your trap. So he is going to make a deck save, which is not a thing he does very well. That is a two on the dice. Give me two d6. And you know what? I will let you add your Wiz mod to damage. Nice. That is with Wiz mod 10. Oof. Then give me some initiatives. Roll for Belize for me. Um, she rolled a 17 on the dice. I rolled a total of 16. Okay, so one of them is up first. Then Lisa, then you, and then the other two. Is the guy who got hurt the one who's up first? No, he is up later. So in a surprise round, the mage starts to panic, throws up defenses and whatnot. He doesn't get an action, but he now has a reaction as the trap has been triggered and you two go to work. Lisa is up first. And she'll focus fire. She's got advantage for being hidden at the moment, so she'll chuck a dagger. She has a longbow if she wants to. That'll hit. Six more damage on this guy, and then we'll run up with her short sword and try and make an attack as well. Nice! That will also be a hit. Oh well. We have battle music now. If you can hear it, listeners. She will deal a further three. So he is not looking great right now. And it's your turn. 15 on the dice? That's within... He doesn't have a reaction. He can't parry this. So that's a hit. Okay, so that is 12 plus 4, 16 damage. Oof, he is not looking good, but he is up. Bonus action dagger. Okay. Two-handed dagger to hurts. Uh, 19 on the dice. That'll do it. For a measly three damage. He remains stubbornly up, but barely. We are now at the top of the round as the mage begins going. He is going to maneuver and try and get you both in a flaming burn. He tries to get you both in a yes. He tries to get you both in a burning hands, so you can both give me deck saves. Eight, She'll 17. Pass. 
All right, so you are going to take half of this. 11, so you can take five. Belisa's turn. Yeah, Belisa's turn. So she doesn't have all three of them, but she can get this guy that you've been wailing on and the mage in a thunder wave, and she looks to you if she should do that. All right, we've got con saves from from mage. If she hits me, will she be able to get the third guy? No, he's just too far away. Mage fails, big guy passes. So two damage on the big guy who remains stubbornly up and five on the mage. Nice. Your turn. I hit the stubborn guy. Can I choose later whether I sneak attack him or not? How, how I will like yeah, I think that's reasonable. You can So the mage is also going to be a sneak attack target because he is next to Belize as well. So you can you can hold it. Yeah. Alright. Nat twenty on my not sneak. Okay. For a three plus two plus four. You take out the big guy. Nice. And now I'm going to with sneak. But no mod. No mod. Sneak no mod. Ah. Try and get the mage, yeah? Yeah. Fifteen damage. Okay. Mage is also looking pretty poorly. Then it is Franco's turn, who is going to come up and attack. He has a big sword. Great sword, in fact. So he's going to make an attack on each of you. That's Beliza. That's a miss. That's and on a you, that's also a miss. Yes. Mage's turn. He is just yelling out. And now that Franco's kind of engaged with you, yells out, Franco, hold them! As he disengages and runs. All right. He makes it pretty much to the door. Just slightly out. Belize's turn. What, what, what do you want her doing? Just a, no, no. Just stepping out of combat for a second. At this point, they already know we're here, right? Yeah. So whether he goes down or not, I mean, they know you're here because of the noise. People will come up quickly to investigate. However, there is still probably value in not letting this guy get away. In that. The less information they have about who is in this building, right. how they're getting around, is probably for your benefit. Okay, okay. I'm like, Belisa, get that guy. Okay. She will... She can't disengage like you can. So she will take an opportunity attack and can, chase down the mage. Can I just... Can I help her somehow? Can I make myself a target of, like, now she's moving? Maybe. We'll see if he hits first. That is above her AC. She's not terribly highly armored as a bard. I am wasting my uncanny dodge. I will allow you to... Uncanny dodge is a reaction, right? Yeah. So I can use it to halve damage, but can I use it to get in the way right now? I will let you make an acrobatics check. And if it works, if you pass a DC, we'll call it like 16, you and her can both take half. 17 on this. Okay. Then you and her can both take half of this. Ten plus is four, so you take seven each as you just kind of jump in the way of this. And Beliza is up enough to go chasing after this mage and will make an attack on him. 
That's 15. She, Mage is going to shield, which brings Mage up to 19. So she'll try and get... Can she inspire herself? Use the inspiration. That's a fair point. She can use her last one for this. So she's at 15. So she needs a 4 or above. 50-50. Do you want to roll for her? She has the 4 on the dice. Then she matches his AC even through that. She takes him down. Barely. You're up, and you are alone against this big, heavily armored greatsword wielder. Which means no sneak No sneak attack. I hit him. What's a, a 19 total look like? He is going to attempt to parry that. That would usually hit him. But he will reaction add d8 to his AC. He parries. Does that mean for his whole turn that's his AC? Just against that attack. Okay, so I'll try to attack him again. Okay. 17 on the dice for 8. That'll hit. So you can deal me your d4. So that's 3 damage. It's his turn. It's a new round. He is just going to go for this on you. 15 hits you. You've got 2 hits on you. So 14 damage. 11 damage. So you take 19. 19 damage? After Wiggle on the second one. So 11 goes down to 5 plus the other 14. Well, if I'd done it on the first, it would have been 18. Beliza is up and she is going to rush in and make her attacks. Can she just Thunderwave? She's been useless so far. Thunderwave is not really the best thing here. So she's actually going to Vicious Mock. Because that would give him disadvantage. That would be good. So he will roll Wait, a whiz her, save. What's her insult? <laughs> I think hers is more of like a demoralizing as she runs in and just, you know, gets up in his face so that you can get a sneak attack. It's just like, you're going to die, and this is pointless for you. <laughs> and that does unnerve him. He will have disadvantage on his first attack, and she does. Three psychic damage. Nice. You're up. Yeah, I have friends. I, ha- I never have a friend like Belisa. You have sneak attack, yeah. Addition, 19 again. He will attempt to parry. Three or above. That's still a hit. Okay, good. So what's the damage? 15. And second one is just going to be... Yeah, go for it. 14 on the dice, so that's a 20. That'll hit. Uh, for 3 damage. Oof. He can't take too much more of this. And this guy, he's one of the... He's one of more pro-independents. I shouldn't be telling you that. But he has reason to stay and fight this. So he will make an attack at disadvantage on you. You're doing the damage, so he's attacking you twice. Disadvantage. That's going to miss... On a 13, and then one just at normal. Yes. Misses anyway. Belize's turn. Belize's up. She's going to keep doing this. As she's just sort of like a give up and die. He's got zero whiz, so that's still a fail. Nice. For four damage. Take him out. Well, I, that's a miss. Okay, he can make a second attack. 
14 for a 20 again. So he needs to roll a 4 or above now. This keeps going. Another round. Let's attack on you. 15? On the button. How much HP do you have left? Because that was a nat 20 on a second attack. Not much. You go down. Wait, 15. I have 15. Okay, I'll we'll roll that. Wait, I have a wiggle too, so... Okay, for probably the, the first. 20. Oh yeah, the nat 20. You take 13, and then you wriggle on the nat 20. I don't think it's going to matter. Alright. You attempt to, but you go down. Do I have inspiration, or did I use it? You definitely used it. I remember this. And you were immediately woken up again, <laughs> as she uses her last spell slot to get you up with... 7 HP, and it's your turn. I Now him. take him out. Or try. Don't, I shouldn't jinx it again, should 15 I? 15 on the dice. For uh, 15 plus 6 is 21. Okay, he needs a 5 or above. You can try that again. 18 on the dice. That's a hit. He's not going to parry that? He only has one reaction. So that's a 19 plus 6. 19 plus 4, sorry. As How do you take I- him out? Maneuver barely awake, still reeling, and plunge my dagger in between, like, you know, his um, shoulder, like, you know, in a gap in his armor at the shoulder. (laughs) And he goes down. And on your passive perception, which is also pretty high, right? You can start to hear footsteps. A handful of them starting to come from downstairs. I'm I'm going to bonus action sleight of hand to potentially get some more some healing potion anything from the mage and i'm going to tell Belisa, come on get to the get to the she's going give me a uh investigate just like quickly go through his pockets and stuff investigate why can't i just grab whatever's there you can roll me perception step that's a fair point okay so that's a lot better at 19 sure you grab a potion off of him and yeah, just rush into and that you thing and back rush away. Thing. And give me a stealth for you, your, and I'll roll for Beliza with the good dice. And yeah, she's gonna be fine. Twenty-five. You both run over into the next room and hop up into this vent and try and wedge it behind you or whatever you've been doing. As you can hear a whole bunch of feet coming up in here. Um, I tell her, uh, like, no, as quietly as possible, let's go downstairs. You can, as you're doing so, you can still kind of hear the voice of Anyaokak as he looks at the bodies you've left behind. This is unacceptable. There's other people in here. And the mission's compromised. Forget whatever the halflings wanted. Get out of here. If we have to abandon the fanatics, then do so. But gather back together and be ready to get out of here. Maybe with some hostages. And as he starts to stomp away, he kind of yells back at the elves who are still kind of looking at the rest of this. And fucking find them! (laughs) Yeah, you hear that through the vents. Yeah. As you head downstairs, I think... That'll be this episode.
thank you very much for listening. We enjoyed it. Hope to have you back. Please subscribe, like, whatever you do on your podcasts. Um, and visit our website. It's probablymaridandy.com. Yeah, hopefully we'll figure that out. You know, watch this space, but you can find us on Twitter at Maridandy. You can email us Maridandy at gmail.com. And you can also find us playing in Negative Inspiration, another game I DM with more people other than just Preeti, who also plays, confusingly, an Enrica Vile. It's the best name. Tell me if you figure it out. Thank you very much again. Good night! So he says out in yell elvish to the in yelvish. He says out in yelvish. Hey, the other two. Everything's done here. <laughs> Who are talking about you know what is now a hostage situation? Nice.